This is Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safaris of Image of a Girl fame, and I'd like to welcome you to another show of The Anatomy of a Hit, the show that will give you the inside story of a hit from its birth to its development to it reaching the charts. Today we will be talking about a doo-wop classic by the Penguins. Yes, it's Earth Angel, which today is one of the favorite doo-wop recordings of all times, selling in the neighborhood of 20 million copies. Earth Angel was just the second doo-wop song to hit the top 10 on the pop charts, following the chords, Shaboom. How Earth Angel came about is an interesting story. In the early and mid-50s, many African-American high schoolers would get together and start singing together. Here in Los Angeles, two schools near each other ended up producing many successful African-American doo-wop groups and singers. These two high schools were Fremont High School and Jefferson High School. Fremont High School produced such artists as the Medallions, the Blossoms, which included Darlene Love, and the group that sang the song we are discussing today, the Penguins, who had their big hit Earth Angel. Jefferson High School produced many doo-wop stars as well, such as Jesse Belvin and many members of the Coasters, the Flares, and even Etta James. Who wrote Earth Angel? The composition of Earth Angel came under scrutiny of who actually had written the song. Those who were claiming credit on the song were three artists. First, it was Jesse Belvin, who is known to have written the basic structure of the song initially. He was an artist who had some hits on his own, such as this one, Good Night, My Love. Good night, my love. Pleasant dreams and sleep tight, my love. Gaynell Hodge also wanted credit. He was the one who created, organized, and was a member of the Platters before their Big hits, such as this one, Only You. Only you can make all this world seem right. Hodge later was a member of the Hollywood Flames and the Turks doo-wop groups as well. Also claiming to be the writer of Earth Angel was Curtis Williams who was one of the original members of the Penguins. And he was also a member of the Hollywood Flames who had this big hit, Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. Well, buzz, buzz, buzz goes the bumblebee. Tweedledee-dee-dee goes the bird. But the sound of your little voice, darling, is the sweetest sound I've ever heard. The decision of songwriter credits were up to a judge. Complicated the matter was that one of the Penguins claiming authorship, Curtis Williams, had sold the song to a publisher. 
If Law & Order TV was around in the 50s, this would have made a great episode. Jesse Belvinen was even asked by the judge at the trial to stand up and sing the version of the song in court, which he did. This convinced the judge that he deserved some, but not all, of the songwriting credit. The judge ended up awarding the credits to all three songwriters, Jesse Belvin, Curtis Williams, and Gaynell Hodge, as the writers of Earth Angel. After the settlement, one of the co-writers, Gaynell Hodge, was eventually disappointed about the money he earned from Earth Angel. After dividing the writing royalties three ways, Gaynell talks about the amount of money he earned for Earth Angel in an interview with John Merrill's. And that record was selling millions, and we, for years, we had to settle for, we settled for one-third of a penny, one-fourth of a cent. We had to divide between the three of us, and the Penguins were getting one-fourth of a cent, and they had to divide it between four people. So everybody on Ducey's record label, nobody really made no money now, because I know what we made. The greatest group of all didn't make but a fourth of a cent. So between us, the writers, Everybody, we didn't make a half a cent, you know, and we made just barely a half a cent. We had to sell, we did, on our one-third of one-fourth of a cent, we had to sell 1,200 records just to get a dollar each. So we, and one time we would always get checks like 150 $3, $2, and the record was selling the millions, you know, and we were getting, finally we got a check, Way down the line for like, I got a check for 400 and I tried to count up how many one-fourths of a cent yeah. that was. I said, well, this much, I, just, I think I just sold a million records here, you know. I got $400. I should have got 50000 you know, or something. The Penguins were made up of lead vocalist Cleveland Duncan, bass Curtis Williams, tenor Dexter Tisby, and baritone Bruce Tate. They all formed at Fremont High School in Los Angeles. How did they get their name? Well, this is interesting. All members of the group were sitting around a table trying to figure out a name for hours. Then one of the Penguins asked one of the other guys across the table, Hey, can I bump a cigarette off you? And he was thrown a package of cool cigarettes. When he picked up the pack, there was a picture of Willie the Penguin on the package and their name, The Penguins, was born. Earth Angel was recorded strictly as a demo in 1954 in a home garage at the Los Angeles home of Ted Brinson, a relative of Curtis Williams of The Penguins. The home was located at 2190 West 30th Street in South Central Los Angeles. The garage was used as the primary recording space for Dootsie Williams, the owner of Dutone Records. He used this garage for all of his Dutone artists. The song was recorded on a single-track Ampex tape recorder owned by big band veteran Ted Brunson. The drums were muffled with pillows so as to not overwhelm the vocals. A neighbor's pet dog stopped many takes by barking. Every time the dog barked next door, they had to stop the tape recorder, and Ted had to go next door and shut him up, <laughs> and then they would do another take. This happened several times. 
The first five seconds of the intro were accidentally cut off by accident. John Marrows, during an interview with Gaynell Hodge on his show, tells a story about Cleve Duncan, the lead singer of the Penguins, and his feelings and reactions right after recording Earth Angel and what he did with the lyric sheet he used at the session. He went home to his wife, Emily. So they were telling me this story that the night that Cleve recorded and the Penguins recorded mm-hmm. it, he was given the words for the first time. So Cleve and Emily told me that after he recorded the song, they thought it was a waste of time. It was going to mm-hmm. be the B-side to mm-hmm. Hey Senorita. So he went over Emily's house. Cleve goes over Emily's house with the words and he says, look, they made me sing this song. <laughs> It was a waste of my lyrics. I know it. It was a waste of my time. Uh huh. Uh huh. He crumpled the piece of paper up into a little ball, threw it out in the front lawn, okay. and then walked in the house. He just threw away, yeah. of course, one of the most precious documents in rock and roll history. After recording the demo, they took a copy of the recording of Earth Angel to Dutone Records. After listening to the demo by the label's owner, Dootsie Williams, it was clear to him that the song needed some work, so changes were made. The Penguins bass player, Curtis Williams, helped simplify the arrangement, and a session piano player named Gaynell Hodge tweaked the song further. According to Dutone owner Dootsy Williams, a member of the group The Flares, named Cornell Gunter, also helped. Dootsy said, quote, They had the melody and the harmony, but they didn't have the background, unquote. Then Cornell Gunter got with them and rehearsed them, figuring out the background. After that, they made another recording in Ted's garage, after which Dootsie said, quote, Man, now we've got something. Earth Angel finally has the perfect melody, the perfect harmony, and the perfect background, which are the three things needed for a hit record, unquote. Williams carried a rough acetate dub with him to Dolphins of Hollywood, all-night record shop, a local record store. A late-night broadcast on radio station KGFJ of rhythm and blues songs were aired on that station from the record store. The owner of the shop, John Dolphin, really liked the song, and the KGFJ disc jockey at the time, Dick Hug Huggy Boy, played both sides of the song in the evening for the first time. By the next morning... Requests began rolling in for the song. As a result, Williams abandoned idea to overdub additional instrumentation and began immediate manufacturing the single to issue it just the way the recording was. Dootsie was still convinced that the other song recorded, Hey Senorita, would be the hit and it was pressed to be the A-side. Let's have a listen to that side of the record. It's the Penguins with Hey Senorita.
some disc jockeys soon began flipping the record over in favor of the B-side Earth Angel. The demand for Earth Angel nearly bankrupt Dutone Records. The company even ran out of label paper, leading the single to be pressed in multiple colored labels. Also, this tiny record label operation was almost forced into bankruptcy, for Dootsie had to keep pressing new copies of the record, even though distributors across the country were not paying him for the records that were already sold. Earth Angel made its first appearance in Billboard magazine as a territorial hit for the Los Angeles area, but after that, it began to grow in popularity in New York, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and Nashville. Earth Angel became the first independent label release to appear on Billboard's national pop charts, reaching number eight in 1954 and 1955. Remember Then Radio.com. All oldies, all the time. Remember Then Radio. The soundtrack of our lives. Playing all the oldies. All that you can't rely. We are your best companion Every single night and day So join us for sweet memories That will surely come your way As you probably know that in the early and mid-50s It was common practice for white singers To record work of black artists and this was the case with Earth Angel. Let's hear a few of these white artists' interpretation of this song. Elvis had a version at a rehearsal which wasn't discovered until Elvis had passed away. Listen. reaching number 18 in 1955. Earth Angel, Earth Angel, will you be mine? My darling dear, love you all the time. I'm just a fool, a fool in love with you. The biggest hit of Earth Angel was by the Crew Cuts, reaching number three in the country in 
Earth Angel, Earth Angel, will you be mine, my darling dear? Love you all the time. I'm just a fool, a fool in love with you. The Four Seasons even recorded the song. Ray Stevens of Ahab the Arab fame even recorded Earth Angel. Me and my group, the Safaris, did so many shows with the Penguins in a famous local armory-type facility in El Monte, a city in the suburbs of Los Angeles. It was called El Monte Legion Stadium. Here's the lead singer of the Penguins, Cleve Duncan, explaining about this famous venue. I'd like to let you know there's a little town in California called El Monte. In that town is a place called El Monte Legion Stadium, where every Friday and Saturday night, all of the popular bands, DJs, single acts, vocal groups, We'd all get together in concert. And we'd have a ball. You would look out over an audience just like this. And they would be swaying back and forth like leaves in a gentle breeze. Frank Zappa, who loved to up wrote this song for the Penguins, which was a minor hit here on the West Coast called Memories of El Monte. Let's hear a portion of that song. I'm all alone Feeling so blue Thinking about you And the love we once knew And each time I do It brings back those memories of El Monte. Coming off the success of Earth Angel, 
the Penguins approached Buck Ram to manage them. Ram's primary interest was in managing the Platters, who at that point had no hit singles. Instead, they were a profitable touring group for Buck Ram. With the Penguins in hand, Ram was able to swing a two-for-one deal with Mercury Records, in which the company agreed to take on the Platters as a condition for getting the Penguins, the group that Mercury really wanted. The Platters became the label's more successful act, while the Penguins never scored another hit single. At first, the Penguins' defection seemed to have put them in the big time. Cleve Duncan, the lead singer, said, quote, We were impressed with Mercury's large size and distribution, but it didn't take long for things to unravel. The Penguins felt that Buck Graham just used them to get the platters on the label. Let's hear a few more covered singles by other artists of the song. The Fleetwoods, who had big hits like Come Softly to Me and Mr. Blue, they recorded Earth Angel. Maestro and the Crests, with such hits as Sixteen Candles and The Angels Listen In, they recorded the song. interesting. Tiny Tim sang Earth Angel at the Royal Albert Hall in England. Listen. group in the 80s, the first edition, did a rendition of the song. Yvonne Carroll did a more R&B version. Whoa! 
After they had no success with Mercury Records and were released from their contract, the Penguins went back to Dutone Records and recorded several songs, but none were successful, causing the group to break up. Cleve Duncan, the lead singer, got two other singers to perform with him as the Penguins. They performed Earth Angel on the oldies circuit, which lasted for many, many years, almost up until Cleveland's death in 2013. Let's hear that original version of the classic doo-wop song we were talking about. Here are the Penguins, Earth Angel. Just a fool, a fool in love with you. Earth angel, earth angel, the one I adore, love you forever and evermore. I'm just a Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safaris. Hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you listen in to the next episode of The Anatomy of a Hit. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>